Aaron Rodgers offered some hints on when we might find out his decision for the 2023 season. Plus, we look at the broader picture, the bigger quarterback carousel, and why it does matter what happens around the league and when, when it comes to what will happen next and when for Aaron Rodgers. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Touchdown! We're locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for the Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at Ultimate Football GM. Get 100% free boost for your franchise when you use the promo code Locked On. Go to ultimate-gm.com or search Ultimate Football GM in the App Store to get started. We heard from Aaron Rodgers on Tuesday. It was an Aaron Rodgers Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show. He said, you know, he's gotten away from it all and that he doesn't expect to make a decision until after the Super Bowl. Interesting timeline. We're going to talk about that in a second. He also mentioned this idea that there were apparently conversations being had about him without him. And that that caused, you know, the internet to do what the internet does and, and get in a tizzy about these things. I think there's two important points that we need to take away from all this. If we assume he was talking about the reports of trade packages that the Jets would give up two first-round picks or that the Packers understand the situation or that the Packers would uh, only trade him to the AFC or that the Packers um, plan or would prefer to move on from Aaron Rodgers. By the way, none of those are, are reports on discussion, so not sure where that's coming from, but it is interesting that all of those reports in particular, the both sides understand a trade is possible report. The, the Packers prefer to send him to the AFC report and that the Packers um, would prefer to move on report all come from the same person. And they all come from the person who broke the story of Aaron Rodgers' unhappiness last year. And I got some flack in the comments about the validity of the original reporting Yes, Aaron Rodgers did actually solidify essentially everything that was originally reported, that he was very unhappy. Now, the the degree to which, you know, it was true that he was never going to play from the team again, by the way, multiple other people reported that, including Jake Glazer, including Rob Domofsky, people that are very connected with what's going on. Um, and And so... I just think it's interesting that this is being set up this way. To me, this is narrative building. And this is just a continuation of the narrative that has been attempted over the last couple of weeks that this is the Packers pushing Aaron Rodgers out. And Rodgers gets to go 
hey, I didn't, I didn't have anything to do with this. You know, I, they came to me and we were going to have some more conversations. And by the time we, I made a decision, they, they're deciding to move on. Don't blame this on me. I'm just here in New York now hanging out with my new friends. The Packers wanted me gone. You serious? Like, th- are, are we, are we that stupid? Like, do you really have to insult our intelligence to that level? It is it is patently absurd that the Packers would be shopping Aaron Rodgers without his knowledge or consent when they don't even know if he wants to play football in 2023 with the understanding that the only leverage Aaron Rodgers has is that he can retire rather than go play for whatever team the Packers were to trade him to, were they to trade him. It would just be a waste of time to do that. But he has to say that because that is part of the narrative building. So let's start with this piece of it. Based on my understanding, the conversations that I have had in conjunction with the reporting that is publicly available to everyone else, my understanding of where the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are, this is important to set this all up, is the Packers have laid out their plan. Aaron Rodgers has heard that plan. They have had discussions about that plan. Aaron Rodgers, we don't know how he feels about that plan, but we do know he hasn't decided whether to play or not play in 2023. And we don't know when he decides to play if it will be in Green Bay or elsewhere. But here is is my further belief about where they stand. And I'll phrase it that way. They They have had discussions about where Aaron Rodgers would like to go if that is the direction the team and Rodgers decide is best. Or if you want to be as diplomatic as you can be uh, to Aaron Rodgers, if that's the route the Packers want to go, if you want to be as diplomatic as you can for the Packers, if that's the route Aaron Rodgers wants to go. Regardless, I believe they have had those discussions based on the conversations that I've had and based on the, the publicly available reporting. So the Packers are not engaged or likely not engaged in conversations with teams without Aaron Rodgers' understanding because they've had these conversations. This is this is like part of the deal. You go, you walk through all the scenarios. And my understanding is they've done that. Hey, so if if we're gonna, if if it's not gonna work out, if you decide you don't want to come back, but you want to keep playing, where do you want to go? Okay, XYZ. And and that that has been articulated. My understanding is that has been articulated, which is to say the Packers know where Aaron Rodgers wants to go if the decision he makes is, I got to go. And and I I think that from that, we can extrapolate that they will respect that decision, not hold him hostage, not pay that big bonus, and try and force him to play on it. That if Aaron Rodgers wants out, that that's what they'll do. Whether or not, whether or not we we have to even uh, uh, believe the report that the Packers want out or Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't matter if the ultimate decision that is made is that Aaron Rodgers is traded. 
I believe the conversations have already been had internally, at least on a very like just hypothetical level. Doesn't mean anything, doesn't mean that he's leaning one way or another. I just believe those conversations have taken place. Which means the Packers, whether it's direct or indirect, if if you tell me, okay, I don't know if I'm coming back or not, but if I want to come back and it's not in Green Bay, I'd like to go to XYZ team. Then if I talk to XYZ team, I'm I'm doing it really with with tacit consent at the very least. And certainly with with whether whether it's direct knowledge with the understanding that this is a place you want to go. So let's just say hypothetically that Aaron Rodgers says there's two places I'd like to go, um, Las Vegas uh, or the Jets. Just, you know, I'm just pulling names out of a hat hypothetically. If the Packers talk to the Jets or the Raiders and Aaron Rodgers is not a part of that decision because uh, by his own admission, he's not thought about this. He's not engaged in this. He's not, he's not talking to this. He's insulated against it. That was his own phrasing. Then no, he's not a part of those conversations, but they're not conversations that are going on in a vacuum. And they're not conversations that are going on without Rodgers understanding that those conversations could be taking place at some point. So I don't think we should take this as a, oh, Rodgers is pissed about this thing. Although certainly I think it would be to his advantage for us to frame it that way. Because I think what he wants is for the narrative to be that the Packers are driving that he wants out. Whether that means he comes back or goes somewhere else, I think ultimately what he wants in the PR battle is, and these battles are always being waged, is that he wants the team to be seen as pushing him out. Here's the other part of this before we before we move on, and there's the, the timing piece of this is important in the grand scheme of things around the NFL. If the Packers aren't having conversations with other teams about what they could get for Aaron Rodgers, they're not doing their jobs. Because even if they hadn't had a discussion with Aaron Rodgers about where he might want to go, they understand there is a possibility, a certainly non-zero possibility that Aaron Rodgers, if he wants to come back and play football, may not want to do it in Green Bay. And so it would be a, a necessity, it would behoove the team to explore what he is worth on the open market. What are the Jets willing to give them? What are the Raiders willing to give them? Because it may be the case that that impacts Green Bay's decision. Aaron Rodgers comes to them and says, I want to come back. And the Packers say, well, guess what? Here's the deal. The Jets are willing to give us two first round picks, Corey Davis and Quinn Williams. They're not going to do that. But you never know. You never know unless you call. And it would be a dereliction of front office duty to not at least call. So, you know, maybe Aaron Rodgers is miffed. I don't think he's actually miffed, but maybe he is. And maybe it is the case that they never had these conversations. I don't think it is. But maybe it is. I don't think it is. It would still be the responsibility of the team to be going out and doing this due diligence. So all of this is to say, 
it's fine. It's fine. This is progressing as it should. And I do think it's important to lay out because, you know, this has not been laid out in this kind of way. I believe these conversations have happened. I believe the Packers know that if Rodgers is traded, that he has some teams that he's presented to them. And I I believe that the Packers have presented Rodgers a path to coming back. I just don't know that those paths are congruent. And that has been where I have been from, from basically the start on where this was going. All right, I want to talk about all of this in the realm of the league circles and Rodgers mentioned timing, the timing of this decision. Why? It's actually important. Before we get there, today's episode brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM. You've heard me talk about this mobile game app, and it is really, really fun. We did did a a competition with all the Locked On NFL hosts. Chris Carter from Locked On Steelers um, was our Locked On NFL champion. I, I, I did not place. Um, <laughs> but I will say, um, I, I probably did not spend as much time on it as Chris did. Um, that is just life with a toddler. I don't have as much time as I would like to do some of these games because when I did play it, it was really fun. It was really, really fun because it is all the things about being a GM that you think about hiring the coaches, trading players, negotiating contracts, but it's more than that. It's building a staff. It's developing players. It's picking the right players based on traits. It's about getting the right scouting staff. It's about having the right resources and creating enough revenue to have the right resources at your disposal. And you can play it for years and years and years and years in the game. You don't have to actually play it for years and years and years. In real life, that's the beauty of it. Um, you play 20 seasons if you want. It's it's that all-encompassing. And Locked On Packers listeners can get a 100% free boost to their franchise when they use the promo code Locked On in the game store. That's Locked On. So make sure to check it out today. To download the game, just visit ultimate-gm.com or look it up in the app store. That's ultimate-gm.com. Ultimate Football GM. Start your dynasty today. And Locked On is heading to the Senior Bowl. In fact, they're there right now. Get inside analysis from the hosts that covered the NFL's next generation in college and find out which NFL draft board these players will be climbing all in one location. The Packers, two Packers coaches there right now, two of the offensive line coaches, um, Ryan Mahaffey and and one of the, um, uh, it's a, a special assistant coach the Packers sent down to Mobile. Subscribe on Locked On NFL Drafts for nightly live shows from the Senior Bowl Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern time. It is a fun time. I, I would love to be in Mobile right now. Um, unfortunately, I am not. So Aaron Rodgers mentioned that he's not going to have a decision until after the Super Bowl. Why is this important? Something we talked about a little bit on Monday in the free Leap newsletter, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. And the reason the Super Bowl is an interesting cutoff date and a relevant cutoff date is because Derek Carr's contract for the next two seasons, I believe, is guaranteed two days after the Super Bowl, which means the Raiders intend to trade him or cut him before that because they don't want to bring on that guaranteed salary. That means that trade is going to happen in the next week or two. Why is that important? Well... The Raiders 
are one of the teams that could be interested in Aaron Rodgers for a number of reasons. Josh McDaniels is a coach that Aaron Rodgers has coveted for a long time, respected for a long time. Going back to the Tom Brady days was the guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted. This is the worst kept secret around the Packers, I think, that, that Aaron Rodgers wanted Josh McDaniels to succeed Mike McCarthy. Right now, it looks like the Packers made a better decision to hire Matt LaFleur instead of Josh McDaniels, though we don't know how it would have worked out. We don't. And they have Devontae Adams. You know, they can bring back Josh Jacobs. They have Max Crosby. They they added Chandler Jones, who got hurt. And you're in Vegas. And it's going to be um, a, a fun time. The silver and black, great fans. And you're going to the AFC, so you don't have the same sort of contentious ending that if, like, you're going to the Vikings. Like, I don't think Aaron Rodgers wants that. Well, okay, Derek Carr, if he's gone, then the Raiders need a quarterback. Tom Brady has been another name linked to Las Vegas. But that was before the Brock Purdy injury and before the 49ers lost in the NFC Championship game in part because of the Brock Purdy injury, which will now keep him out at least six months with a UCL tear. Doesn't seem like he needs Tommy John, but you never know. I, I got hit by a, a cab crossing the street. Broad daylight with the light. Car comes around, screaming around the corner. Cab, bang, hits me. I had to have surgery on the labrum in my hip socket. And on the day of the surgery, the doctor tells me, hey, um, depending on how this goes, this actually might need to be microfracture. Which, as a sports journalist, I'm just like, what? What? I don't microfracture. That, like... That almost ended Amari Sotomayor's career. That almost ended Jadavian Clowney's career. Like, this used to end careers, microfracture, usually on the knees. And luckily, they went in and they didn't have to. But sometimes you don't know until you go in, like, oh, this is actually really bad. Like, really, really bad. Tom Brady, San Francisco. Hometown team. That team is closer to winning a Super Bowl than the Raiders are, for sure. You could walk in there, mercenary season, one year. Win a Super Bowl there right off into the sunset or go somewhere else. And then you've got Trey Lance, you've got Brock Purdy, however you want to do that in San Francisco. So the Raiders make this decision to, to move on with Derek Carr. That's going to happen. He's not going to be on the roster probably come Super Bowl Sunday, but certainly by the Wednesday after Super Bowl week, Derek Carr is not going to be a Las Vegas Raider. Well, okay. Um, well, then who, who whose quarterback is he going to be? Because these other teams that could be potentially interested in Derek Carr would also be potentially interested in Aaron Rodgers. Now, to varying degrees, if you don't have to trade for him and you're not going to have to give up what a team getting Aaron Rodgers will have to give up to get Derek Carr, which is relevant because let's say the Jets trade for Derek Carr. And Tom Brady wants to go to San Francisco. That leaves the Raiders. Now, that could leave the Raiders in great position, in a leveraged position to say, okay, Packers, we're not going to just give you the moon here because we're the only team really in a position to give you high-value assets for these guys. The Colts, I mean, that's probably not a situation he wants to be in. The Commanders, do you really want to go to Washington? I mean, do you? Carolina, maybe with Frank Reich, that's appealing. But that's a whole new situation. Are you gonna are you gonna win there? There, there could be a situation where the Raiders give 
Derek Carr to the Jets in a sweetheart deal just to eliminate the Jets. Now, there has been reporting that the Jets are not, Albert Breer reported, Jets are not shying away from this idea of Aaron Rodgers. That they are, they have said, you know, we didn't hire Nathaniel Hackett to get Aaron Rodgers, but that doesn't mean we don't want Aaron Rodgers. Your mileage is going to vary on whether or not you believe the first part. I don't. Um, I think they hired Nathaniel Hackett as a sweetener to get Aaron Rodgers. And they feel like, okay, if you get Derek Carr instead or Jimmy G instead, you can make it work. Let's say the Colts trade for Derek Carr. Now you've got two teams who could be potentially interested in two teams. I believe, I believe, are appealing to Aaron Rodgers. The Raiders and the Jets. I don't. I think those are the teams we're looking at. I don't think he's going to San Francisco. I don't think he wants to go to San Francisco. Maybe he does. I don't think the Packers would want to trade him to San Francisco. And so, and, and who knows, maybe that doesn't matter. But I think Tom Brady being able to just sign for free, you don't have to give up picks. The 49ers don't have a first round pick to give up. Whereas a team like the Jets, a team like the Raiders, like there just aren't enough quarterbacks for all the teams that need one. Jimmy G is probably going to go to one of these teams. And then you've you've run out of guys. Like there's four quarterbacks. Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers are at the top of that list. Derek Carr and Jimmy G are, are clearly at least a tier, if not two tiers below those guys, even at advanced ages, even understanding that they were not, you know, superstar players this past season. All these dominoes connect. I think ultimately what you'll see happen is like Derek Carr is not going back to Vegas. Jimmy G might. They have some options there. The Raiders, I think, have the most good options because Jimmy G, familiarity with Josh McDaniels. Tom Brady, familiarity with Josh McDaniels. Aaron Rodgers, familiarity with Devontae Adams and wanted Josh McDaniels. Now Derek Carr can't go there because he's there. Derek Carr with the Colts. I think the Colts is the one that makes the most sense for me. Because I think that that both the Raiders and the Jets want to take big swings. Now, the Jets may not want to ante up. They may not want to pay for all of that it's going to take for Aaron Rodgers. They may see that the marginal difference between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers. But that still leaves other teams willing and able to pay the premium for Aaron Rodgers. If the Packers want to trade Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded, there are going to be teams out there. But the Brock Purdy injury makes us a little more convoluted and in a way actually opens up the opportunities. It seemed, I would, th- I think, a week ago, I was saying on this show, the Jets. The Jets, the Jets, the Jets. Because I felt like Tom Brady, based on the reporting out there, was that the Jets... Um, wanted Aaron Rodgers. That was everything, all anyone could talk about. And then the Raiders were the favorite to get Tom Brady. Okay, well, that makes the Jets the team for the, the Packers and Aaron Rodgers because none of the other situations are that appealing. And the 49ers have Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. Well, Brock Purdy's hurt. Trey Lance is a question mark. Mike Sando had an NFL executive suggest to him trade Trey Lance to Tennessee, which I love, by the way. Love that. Bring in Tom Brady. Let him try to win his Super Bowl. Have a you know a, a one-year deal with voids or a two-year deal, whatever. 
and then let Brock Purdy do the thing after. Sounds great. Aaron Rodgers to Jets, whatever it is. It it opens up the opportunities for the Packers should they want to go that way. Again, this is all at the caveat that we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what Aaron Rodgers wants to do yet. You know, I just, I have a feeling about how this is all going to go. And this Brock Purdy injury has really cleared the decks in a lot of ways to make the next couple weeks really wild. Now, we're not going to know anything in the next week to 10 days unless, unless the Jets trade for Derek Carr. If the Jets trade for Derek Carr, that's one less team that Aaron Rodgers can go to. And then it becomes, okay, how much does he want to go to Vegas? And then it's, okay, between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, who wants to go where more? And I think we will land on Tom Brady in San Francisco and Aaron Rodgers in Las Vegas if that is indeed how it plays out, if Derek Carr goes to the Jets. If Derek Carr goes to the Commanders or the Colts or the Panthers, then it's chaos. And, and I have to be honest, I'm, I'm cheering for chaos. We're going to finish up here, but today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel, the only app you need on Super Bowl Sunday is FanDuel, America's number one sports book. We're really excited about our new sports betting partner for Locked On because they're the number one sports book in America, FanDuel. And if you're new to FanDuel, that's even better. They've got so many great features that make betting on sports fun and easy. What's, what's really fun about FanDuel is they have made every game like Super Bowl Sunday with the props, like anytime touchdown scores. That used to be a Super Bowl thing. Or first touchdown score. That used to be a Super Bowl thing. It only used to be the Super Bowl that you had these kinds of props for. Now it's every game. And guess what? If you're used to doing it, that should make the Super Bowl even easier. Like I've been doing same game parlays now for a, a year or more. And so I have, a, I have a feel for how these things work, how the you know FanDuel line setters like to set these things. So I feel like I have a better feel for this coming up on Super Bowl Sunday for Super Bowl 57 and... You can get a no sweat first bet if you're new to FanDuel to get up to $3,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. You get paid. You get paid. FanDuel Sportsbook is safe, secure, and super easy to use. So join FanDuel today at FanDuel.com slash locked on to claim your no sweat first bet on Super Bowl 57. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. And today's episode brought to you by. One of my favorite products in my cabinet. I promise you that. Built Bar. Built Bar is delicious. And it is, it is, it is the proverbial delicious and nutritious. Does not taste like chicken, I promise you. Um, it's there's really there's really no gimmicks. It's not, have you seen these things? The 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 chicken skin chips. And it's like those, I, I've tried them, they're gross. So much of the health food that exists out there is meant to just like. You're just supposed to muddle through it. You're just supposed to be like, oh, I guess I I, I'm, I have to eat this because it's good for me because it's better than chips. Bilt Bar doesn't think better than chips in terms of health is enough, but they want to keep the, it tastes like chips or it tastes as good as, as satisfying as chips. And that's what they're able to do somehow. 100% real chocolate flavors like churro. I love all the coconut flavors, coconut brownie, coconut puff. Um, and they still only have 130 calories, four grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And right now you don't have to wait to get them. 
go to built.com and, and get a box. In fact, as soon as I, I finish this, I have to go on built.com and resupply. But I could also just drive to Walmart or drive to Sam's Club and pick myself up some built bars. I can't do that right now. Very busy over the next couple of days. So it's going to be easier for me to go to built.com, but it might be easier for you because you might be going to Walmart anyway. You might be going to Sam's Club anyway. Go and get some built bars and you can thank me later. Thanks again for making Locked On Packers your first listen every day. Subscribe to Locked On NFL and get daily conversations on the biggest NFL stories plus in-depth analysis on the biggest games with NFL key predictions every Friday. And Monday, local insiders cover the weekend with game-to-game episodes. Locked On NFL available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. All right, back tomorrow. A lot more on Locked On Packers. We have... A great set of shows for you next week where we'll be at the Super Bowl, Radio Row, all the great guests that we can bring to bear with all of that. So I can't wait for that. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, maybe we go live next week during the Super Bowl. Who knows? Keep keep an eye on it. To stay. Locked on Packers.